Chris Brown, how you doing? Um, you know, just a run-of-the-mill Wednesday here. Oh. Slipping a space test. Ooh, that sounds good. Second yeah. one of the night. <laughs> sounds like a Dude, good night. I got the big boys. I got the big boys, too. A 24-ounce? Or 22? Yeah, it must be. Whatever it is, it's a big bottle. Yeah, I think those are 22. Yeah, that's good stuff. A pint and six fluid ounces. Yeah, 22. Is that a 22? Yeah. That's 22. Put a little hair on your chest. Yeah, I need it. <laughs> oh, man. I, I got Rainiers right now. Vitamin R. Oh, yeah. Classics. good option. Mm-hmm. Well, shit, how you been? Pretty good, man. Just spent the last about 24 hours at this point watching a dude touch a map. Uh, <laughs> I really want to play with that. Doesn't it look fun? Me too. They, yeah, dude, man. I just want to go up there and be like, all right, fucking start clicking the buttons and just making shit turn colors. Kind of like when uh, when you were a kid and you first discovered Google Earth. And you oh just like, <laughs> would go around random streets. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I'll be zooming in on counties just in the middle of Kansas. Dude, look what we got here. Yeah, it was funny doing that. Or just scrolling way, like fucking going all over the world and just zooming in some random place. Yeah, over in Singapore. Back when Google Earth was just literally like uh, all pixelated and it was nothing was clear or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, that was a hell of a time. Mm-hmm. But Great no, time dude, I would... Uh, we need to... What channel have you been watching? I just flipped through I mean, I've been them. kind of flipping through all of them. Yeah, I've flipped through all of them, but this dude on CNN, man, he, he works the map. I mean, this guy is... <laughs> And he's old too. He's been dialed in for literally twenty four hours now. Every time I look up, he's he's on there. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, I just flip through him. I just like it's so hard to do the the predictions. It seems like it's just it's so random with everything that goes on and counting is just so. There's just so much to do. So it's always just like, not nah, I just flip through it in my opinion. But I don't know. I've I'm glad that uh, we get to watch some some football tonight. I'm watching the MAC right now, Central Michigan and Ohio. It's weird to see football on a Thursday, on a two, when what is it today, Wednesday? But I, I don't know. Days don't exist anymore. Yeah, I know it's been a long week to say the least. But I can dig it. I like the I like the random weekdays of games. I feel like they're gonna have to be doing that a lot for Corona making up games and shit. But yeah, it's been a been a wild couple days to say the least <laughs> i'll just flip this game on right now what do we got ohio and central michigan yeah i got a central michigan money line and the over at 69 and a half jesus what do we got here well we're at 67 all right yeah. you're in business i'm in business there is bit apparently both the kickers are just freshmen and so there's been no field goal like there's been a couple field goal attempts attempts but there's been a hell of a lot of just like all right fourth and seven on the 15 fuck it go for it so it's been fun to watch lots i like that so much better they showed the stats on how frequently people have been going for it on fourth down and each team's already gone for it like three or four times so my style of football honestly even though it's the mac and that's like not a great conference it's still it's more fun to watch. I don't want to watch puns. It's more exciting. It's a Tuesday night conference. Or Wednesday. Whatever night it is. Yeah, Wednesday I'm fine with conference. it. I'm fine with it. We'll warm up to tomorrow's game. Dude, that game. That game is going to be wild. It's going to be weird. I mean, how many... The, what, the Packers don't have any running backs. Nope. And the Niners don't have any receivers or a quarterback. Yep. I was listening to um, the halftime show in this game, and they were saying talking about it briefly. And I guess... For the 49ers, their offense is going to feature nobody that touched the ball in the NFC Championship game last year. At all? Yeah. I guess that makes sense. That's Garoppolo's wild. out. All the running backs are out. Yep. Kittle's out. And meanwhile, the Packers have one through three in the depth chart. Running backs are out as well with injuries. I don't think Aaron Jones is going to play. He's still got that calf thing. Well, it makes it so tricky because with the, the COVID restrictions, especially with the Thursday night game, what do they have to wait like six days or something from the time you sign them? Yeah. Until they can practice, let alone play in a game. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, it's basically like you have to take. I mean, I know the Hawks got Dunlap last week. Yeah. And he'll be able to play this week, but there's no plug and play. You can't just sign mm-hmm. a guy off the street and he's ready. So <laughs> I don't know. We're going to get into some weird situations here. 
the line started at five and a half and now it's Packers minus seven and it's minus 120 so that's gonna probably go up um man the Packers were so bad against the Vikings though <laughs> I just don't know <laughs> like I'm so I'm yeah, just but the Niners are I know the Niners are not good I know I know I'm just like down on the dumps on the Packers right now after that game the last couple games but watching that game on Sunday was real rough they just didn't have it I don't know it was just just a Dalvin Cook show it was four touchdowns I remember we were texting a little bit about like them drafting people to tackle (laughs) and uh instead of um love and I'm not even gonna say Jordan Love or Bryce Love because I fucked that up last time. Um, <laughs> but just love, yes. <laughs> so it's hard for me to say that they should have drafted defensive players because we've done that in the past, and, and it, for whatever reason, it doesn't seem to really like stick. So I'm just like, fuck it. Let's just get literally the best offense you can possibly get and see how that goes. But for whatever reason, it just, I don't know. It's just such. It's so bizarre. It's the same. It's the same Packers team. That, that they have every single year where they got to score a shitload of points. The defense is not going to do much of anything, and that's just how we're going to win, and it's really going to be tough this year. Um, yeah, down in the dumps on the pack for sure. I mean, isn't that what happened to them in the NFC Championship last game or yeah. last year? Yeah, exactly. They The 49ers scored one touchdown, and it was fucking over. Well, and they threw the ball like 15 times or something. I don't even know if it was that. Yeah, they just ran it down their throat. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I feel like that's been happening to the Packers the last 10 years. Yeah, it has. It has. 100%. So, who the knows? The Hawks are in a different spot, though. See, you, you're you used to this. I. Yeah, I'm certainly used to this it. This is new to <laughs> me. This is this is new to me. I don't. Although, I got I to gotta take here. By the end of the season, I'm saying that the Hawks defense will finish the year as whatever sort of ranking you want to use, a top half of the NFL defense. Yeah, I like Dunlap. I think that's a good signing. Dunlap, Adams is back. Yeah. They played better last week and the list the laundry list of players that they were missing in that game was absurd. Yeah. It was of laundry list of players that are not that not only were they missing, but are guys that are gonna come back. Like, well, for one, Dunlap, um, and Snacks Harrison, who's gonna be on the D line. Um, Adams, obviously. That's a great Griffin. name. Snack. That's a great name. Snacks Harrison. Yeah, well, Snacks. Really Damon, but he's that's just fat as hell. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm pumped. <laughs> I'm pumped to see Snacks. Yeah, I think they're uh, going to be a pretty good squad defensively. I think too, with how terrible just the league in general is on defense, that that's probably not too crazy of a prediction. Even though they have been pretty awful for the whole year defensively, you still got the the last half of the season. So like, that very well could be the case. They've been awful, but we still have the entire NFC East to play, minus Dallas. Um, mm-hmm. The the AFC East, so we get, well, we got Buffalo this week, but we still have the Jets. They, the schedule gets really light. I don't think they're as bad as they've looked. I think, I don't know, we got pieces coming back. I think they're going to, you know a team that, like, peaks a little too early? Mm-hmm. Like, like you'll, a team that'll get, like, really hot in, say, like, mid mid-November and then by the time the playoffs start they kind of they kind of fade I think the Hawks defense is kind of on the opposite trajectory where they're going to be shit on shit on shit on all year and then they're just going to kind of slowly build it and build it and build it and the narrative is going to be that Seattle has a really bad defense but by the time we get to the playoffs they're actually going to be playing pretty well mm-hmm. and I hope the offense is still rolling and I don't see why they wouldn't be barring any injuries yeah I don't know man I don't see anybody in the NFC that's going to beat the Hawks I don't know. I think I think we're going to the Super Bowl, man. I don't. I, I'll say it right now. Do you disagree? I, sh- eh, I don't know yet. As of today, who are you taking? Packers. The, the Packers. <laughs> Got to hold the faith, man. Even though I'm down on them, I think they'll bounce back. I don't know if they'll make the Super Bowl. I don't know if they'll beat the Seahawks. I I don't know who would beat the Seahawks. To be frank with you, I just I don't know. I it's hard with that defense. Especially if we it's, get the that's one a lot seat. of. You're putting a lot of faith in that defense, and they like, yeah, you're you're getting adding some players, but who fucking knows? They've been really bad. I think the numbers make them look worse than they actually have been. But we also have a guy by the name of DK Metcalf, who is the scariest matchup in 
not just all of football, but maybe all of sports right now. DK's slow. What? <laughs> Dude, could you imagine being a cornerback and you like break the huddle and you, you walk out over towards the sideline and then you kind of line up and you look across and you see DK with that dark-ass visor and you just know he can either run past you, run through you, run, go jump over you. It doesn't matter. He's bigger than you, stronger than you, faster than you, and better than you, and it doesn't fucking matter who you put on him, because that's true regardless. <laughs> what are you going to do? How do you guard the guy? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'm not the one to answer that question. Somebody you don't. You like, there's, there's, nah, there's nothing you can do, man. You can double him, that. but then we got Tyler Lockett. Fair we enough. Got too many options. I just hope they all stay healthy. We'll Knock see. on wood. We'll see how it goes. That would be an exciting Super Bowl if it was Chiefs-Seahawks, if you want to go that route. I don't know. There's a lot of good matchups that, that I could see it playing out in the Super Bowl. Pittsburgh looks great. Even like Baltimore, they, they held their own. That was a really good game. Um, we'll get more yeah. into that, all the games later on in the show. But, I mean, there's just a ton of – there's a lot of good teams, I feel like, this year that would be really exciting in the Super Bowl. Seahawks included, um, Chiefs, like they're just they're just on a different level. I know they played the Jets, but still, Pittsburgh obviously is fun. <clears throat> Baltimore is good, and I mean, I'm sure I'm missing some. I don't have any of the teams up right now or standings, but um, like the Jets too, like they're good. Yeah, they're amazing. They're fucking good, dude. They almost covered to this week, kind of. <laughs> that would have been two in a row. Yep. That was bad. That's a win for the Jets. That's a bad joke. (laughs) (laughs) If the Jets cover, that's a win for them. Yeah, I mean they're playing with a handicap. They really are. They're like they're like a a twenty five handicap in goal. At the minimum, at the minimum. Yeah, they might be worse. Everybody's gonna start having the conversation of if Alabama or Clemson could beat the Jets. The answer is no. Yeah, that's (laughs) (laughs) that shit's stupid. I know it's funny though. It's always a funny conversation just to actually like look at it. It's like, eh, the Jets still have the best players from a bunch of different college teams for, that are that being just said, significantly older. Eh, I don't know, dude. Even basketball, like, I guess you could take that Anthony Davis Kentucky team from a while back. That's that's or the, the exact Zion team I was thinking of, or the Zion Duke team. But even then, man, that's a that's a stretch. Like even the Phoenix Suns is like a terrible team the last couple years. They still had uh, Aiton and Devin Booker. It's just a different game when you go from college to pros. And there's just it's it's comparing apples to oranges, really, in my opinion. I just don't see the point in in any of the arguments for the college team. But I understand that it's fun to have and. It would. I'm not saying it would be like a blowout. Like some of those college teams, especially in basketball, like you look at through some of those, and Jesus, they had a lot of players that went on to play good, I guess if not I would great, say, NF, uh, NBA careers. What I would say is, yes, in a if they played a 48 minute NBA game, the NBA team's gonna win. But if you just took the starting fives and you put them in like a gym, and they just ran fives for they just like played to 21. I'm not writing off the college team if it's okay. Hang Anthony on. Davis, Kentucky, a Zion team, uh, you know, whatever. Here you go. Here you go. If say I don't even know what the worst uh, NBA team hit was last year. Was it the Knicks or I'm I'm missing somebody? Yeah, Who, take like take so the, the Knicks, Knicks take so the Knicks play say that Duke or Anthony Davis led Kentucky team, and it's at Cameron Indoor packed house they're all rooting for the college team eh, you can convince me on that <laughs> that would be a hell of an atmosphere right like that i mean crazier things have happened but <laughs> i don't know that would be yeah that would be a fun thing to watch honestly they should just do that i'd watch it or if it, if you could somehow get anthony davis and zion on the same team at his 19 year old well, they used to do that they used to do that, I think, with with football. Like back in the old old days, they would take the uh, they would they would have a college all star team, and mm-hmm. they would go and play. 
I don't remember exactly who they played, but they would play professional players. They play NFL players. And I think they got waxed most of the time. But still, that would be an interesting one. If you just took, like, the rookie class, your top 10 rookies, and you put them up against the Knicks, or you almost, you just, like, run a tournament against the, like, a round robin against the lottery teams. Yeah. <laughs> that's, like, the, pre, the pre-draft workouts for the, for the prospects. Because mm-hmm. they're just playing against the lottery teams, and whichever lottery teams lose, they... <laughs> they <laughs> I mean, it'd be a good way to scout a down. bunch of talent all in one spot. And I was also thinking that if you could do that, that kind of same thing, you do the top 10 college potential draft picks or lottery picks, and then have them run against some of the guys in the NBA, like, that would be close, I feel like. Uh, or, like, the if you want to do the Knicks, because we've been talking the Knicks, like, if you had the best of the best college basketball players like you see a lot of guys come in their rookie season and they have good years um i mean zion this year and uh john morant and jaw yeah they like trey young the year before like there's some some guys that come out and have some really damn good years like even numbers wise for anybody so i don't know it could be that could be interesting I, i do like the idea of just playing like a tournament style it would be a really good way for them to scout and just like, I mean, fuck the summer league. <laughs> yeah, they should have like a rookie summer league before the draft where these guys just play like pickup games almost. Like what you do in 2K? Watch them. Yes. Well, yeah. that was like the old, old 2Ks, the <laughs> old ones where I think that was actually like the John Wall and shit. You're playing yeah. the, the rookie, the rookie pickup games against yep. those guys. And then that's how, then you have the interviews with the teams. Mm hmm. And you always just and completely yeah, the Knicks, tank them the for Knicks the shitty like, teams. Exactly. <laughs> They're, just a I'm total really asshole. How, do you, how would you fit in with the locker room? Terrible. Horrible. <laughs> I'd shit on all of them. You guys are bums. Uh, that would be so funny. There's no way those interviews actually go like that. Like, they're not well, going no, in. They have you sitting in a locker room. <laughs> <laughs> Or in the, cause the <laughs> no, last, they don't go that way. It's a video game. <laughs> I know, I know, but you know what I mean. The last, the, I'm thinking of the last 2K game that I played where in 19, where you lived in like a fucking a cellar. Basically, you went up like this crazy like shaft of an elevator, and then it was just like a house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, with the with with your roommate that like pours the the Reese's puffs. He's like obsessed <laughs> with the cereal. <laughs> oh God, yeah, those are funny games. That's for sure. <laughs> you know what I miss? Hmm. You know what I miss is in Madden when you would do the create a player. Do you remember this? It was this must have been like Madden 06 and you'd now do you're the talking career, my language. But you it was like random each time and you you would pick your parents uh like your gene pool and then <laughs> it would spit out a player for you. Do you remember this? No. It would lit dude, I swear to god and you could hit like like new parents, new parents, new parents. And I would always be waiting because sometimes it would be like some lame shit. Like your dad's a, a fifth grade science teacher and your mom is a stay at home mom or whatever. And she's five, two and your dad's five, eight. And it would like show a little picture of him or <laughs> you wait until your dad is like an Olympic sprinter and your mom was, <laughs> like, was like a WNBA player, or played college basketball or some shit. But like you could, you could randomize, and I would spend an hour just like oh, I'm yeah. trying to make a, a receiver, and I'm just like random, 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 random. Finally, get some good parents, mm-hmm. and I'm like, now we got the genes to work with. We can <laughs> we can start a career here. I remember in that same, some of those 2K games, you could, you'd have to when you did like the um, franchise one, because after a while I got tired of playing online, so I would spend some time and like build a franchise and take it out like five years or some shit like that when I was bored and uh, in like in college and stuff and had time on my hands. But um, I remember there was one and you had to get like your coach's profile. You build like your chemistry or something like that. And one was like money driven and so on and so forth down this whole list. And I remember seeing some and it was like, You'd have all these negative characteristics, and your guy's just basically an asshole. It's like, who the hell's picking this? Where your dude is just a total <laughs> dick. He doesn't give a fuck about any of the players. It's like, uh, I guess that's kind of realistic for some of these uh, GMs or owners that's or Tom whatever. <laughs> but it's just like, as a, in a video game, who the hell is picking that? <laughs> like, that's so stupid. Yeah, dude. 
All right, we're going to take a short break and come back with uh, football, football, and probably some more bullshit, but we'll talk to you guys on the other side of the break. All right, welcome back into the bullpen. I'm your host, Mondo, with Chris Brown. Chris, week eight was an interesting one. There were quite a few good games. The first one that I had that was interesting was Buffalo and New England. Buffalo won 24-21. Didn't cover. Um, We had that one. You had New England, and they lost, but they did cover. We had that spread at 3.5. New England, they're a fraud, first of all. You had just don't have any players, man. I agree. They don't have anybody. Like you look around, you look in the huddle on offense, and you, I don't know. It was just kind of striking to me the couple times I didn't really sit and watch that game. It was, it was just on one of the little mini boxes on our, on our uh, Sunday ticket screen. But you look in that huddle and you just don't really recognize any names, and they're not very impressive other than Cam Newton, who was just e, he he doesn't look good. I got the cover. I'll take that. Mm-hmm. Um, had myself a nice little week in our pick'em, but yeah, four and one. Yeah, they, which was surprising. They're um, they're a weird team because you have all this belief in Belichick, right? That no matter what, he's gonna get the job done. There's just a difference in QBs, I think, with Cam versus Brady. It's hard to compare them this year, though, because I mean, Brady has a million weapons and. Cam has, like you said, like nobody. I'm not ready to really write him off, though, because he's just – there's something different about him. The way he, like, runs the ball, I don't know. They're just – he seems like he's still a little bit off to me. So I don't really think they're going to – I don't think they're going to win, like, three, four games or anything like that. I think they'll still be competitive in that division. But I don't know with them. It's just – it's kind of shitty, honestly – that Cam doesn't have any help. Like, he needs to have some more help. They just don't have anybody, and that defense isn't as good this year as they were last year. No, definitely. And that's what makes that's what makes the Patriots so tricky. Like, when you're trying to – when you're looking at their lines and you're trying to figure out how to bet on this because, yeah, you think about Belichick, and it's – you can't really think about the Patriots being a bad team, you know? You assume that they're going to figure something out. But so you can't ever really count them out. But they, yeah, dude, they just don't. They don't have the guys. They don't have the talent. And Cam's just kind of out there on his own, and he doesn't even look great himself. It's, I don't know. They're they're a mess. Damian Harris had a good game though. He had 102 yards. That that division might get really competitive. Yeah, I um, agree. Especially especially if the Hawks beat Buffalo this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say the well the Patriots play the Jets, and the Dolphins look pretty good. Yeah. So well, that's another thing with Buffalo. They, they've they were they were strong to start, and every game they've played here against relatively good opponents has been close. I know New England isn't the same team, but still, you don't go into any game thinking New England's going to get blown out. Um, Buffalo is weird. Josh Allen's a strange player. I really like him. I think he's fun to watch, and he's talented. There's just something about them that's just not. It's not all there. I'm not very confident in betting in on them anymore or really having them win all that many games i still think they'll make the playoffs especially if it gets ex uh the playoff brackets get ex uh expanded but i don't know they're just a strange team too the the next one too that i have on the list was the Bengals and and uh tennessee another game just confusing i joe burrow's awesome derrick henry he's a beast i think the titans are still good but I think this more tells us more about the Bengals that they're not really a team to to write off. They're going to be competitive in most of their remaining games. Yeah, I think that's a team that they're not going to make the playoffs this year, obviously, especially in the AFC North. But they're 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 building something. Um, Burrow, as long as they keep him healthy and he doesn't get like PTSD from getting rocked in <laughs> six or eight other games this year just like destroyed they've got something going there um especially if they can get some pieces on defense because i know their defense is just brutal they've got some life they that game burnt me i was me too i was 
on Tennessee in a few directions this weekend. I don't know if you remember my uh, my kind of Hail Mary after a couple of rough weeks leading into this one. Yep. With, uh, with, with the full moon Halloween witchcraft. Yeah, you know, how did your witchcraft work out for you? Halfway through the 10 a.m. games, it was not a pretty sight. Green Bay, Boo. that one hurt. Tennessee, that one hurt. Mm-hmm. And Pittsburgh was down, so I was... I was really feeling it, and I I actually had a thought. I was like, what are the five stages of grief? Yeah, and, I remember you texting me a picture of that. And, <laughs> and I know the first one, I'm pretty sure the first one is anger, mm-hmm. and that was that was the first bad week. Or, uh, or no, 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 the first one's denial, right? Let me look it up. It's denial, anger, bargaining, denial. depression, denial. acceptance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, so denial was the first bad week. It was really my first losing week of the season. It was week 6 and I was kind of in denial. No. We're, we're no. Fluke. Anger was last weekend and especially the pinnacle of it was the Seahawks losing and not covering for me on Sunday night because that was just a double whammy. You lose your last bet, your savior bet on a Sunday and it's your own team and it's in overtime and they had the lead. And they had a the game-winning touchdown and the cover called back on a penalty. That was anger. Bargaining was going to the witchcraft. <laughs> Depression was the first half of the early games on Sunday. I was fully there, and I was almost to acceptance, except they kind of turned around for me, and I ended up ahead on Sunday, which was nice. So I didn't make it quite all the way through the five steps. I kind of made it out the woods through a like four and a quarter. I mean, you got the worst of them coming up here. You got depression next, and then you get to acceptance. So you got one more shitty week. No, I already went through depression though. I already went through depression. Uh, or are you saying it? Are you saying that that hasn't come yet? No, I'm saying your last week was bargaining, and now you're getting to depression this week. Oh, I hadn't thought about. It. See, I I was thinking that I went through the last three steps all last weekend. No, 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 no. You got one more to go. <laughs> You got, <laughs> I got two more to go. Oh, no, I think you went through bargaining last week because you tried to talk yourself into the Tennessee Titans. That didn't work. And you tried the the safe one of like, well, I let me take with the, the witch. I bargained with well, the witch. Yes, yes. But I was more referencing your picks of um, the Titans one and then just the let me take a safe bet and take the Packers against a dog shit Vikings team. And now I'm bitching in the ass. So I think you still got depression to go. But that's just my opinion. Depression and acceptance. And then acceptance. So week 10? Week so, 10 is just, I've lost all the money in my account, and I have to accept it. I won't I won't give you that. I think you'll get down to where it's like, okay, now it's time to, I got to make the guarantees, and that's it. And we all know that in betting on sports, there are no guarantees, especially football. But I think you got greener pastures coming up, if I'm to be honest with you. I hope so. You're still rolling. I'm rolling all... in our picks, but I don't yes. always bet our picks. That's I should. Dude, I would be up big time if I was just betting our picks. Yeah, you had four and four and one last week. I don't know why you aren't taking those. That's your second or third four and one pick four and one this uh season. What's my total for the year? Trusty notebook. Twenty twenty two and thirteen. Yep. And I'm giving these out for free. Yep. I know. Oh, and man. you're not even taking them yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that... That is, if 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 anything could encapsulate my life, that is it right there. I'm giving winning up, winning picks out for free and not making money on them myself, even though they're my picks. That's yeah, nailed it. Oh man. Um, so we also had Vegas Cleveland. Honestly, a boring game. Uh, Cleveland, their shit. Well, yeah. I mean, we. That's been a theme since the, st- the first week of the podcast. <laughs> That's so the Cleveland Browns for a reason. <laughs> uh, Vegas is they're weird shit until they're not though. The the Browns are weird. That's true, but Vegas too. I don't really know either way on those teams. Just a, just a weird one. Uh, then we had Colts Detroit. The Colts also fall in that same category. I was so hesitant when you were. We were talking on Sunday morning about betting the Colts, and in reality, 
which I was not in that headspace, I was thinking Colts look good, but I don't trust them. And then I started watching that game. I was like, why? Why would I not thinking of this other way of like, oh, Detroit, Detroit, what are you doing? Like, you're terrible. McDaniels, good Lord, I don't know. I, I, I was thinking as I was watching that game, I was thinking to myself, I feel bad for Matt Stafford. He threw for 300 yards uh, for I don't know how many times uh, in his career, but another one this week. I just kind of felt bad for him, <laughs> and uh, they just can't seem to now get he's it got right. COVID. Mm-hmm. Rest um, in peace, Matt Stafford. No, no, no! Don't be saying that. Get to get the witchcraft out. We can't be saying that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we cast a good luck charm on Matt Stafford and his family. We wish him the best. Uh, and. <laughs> The next one in the line was Packers Vikings. We don't have to talk about that. Dalvin Cook, eh. The Packers, Monster. eh. That was eh. Um, Kansas City Jets. That game was the one on Sunday ticket that going into it was like, okay, here's my list of games. Right, I'm gonna be watching X, Y, and Z, and just make sure I'm still looking at the score for Kansas City and the Jets. And then, come the third quarter, I find myself sitting down and watching this game. For whatever reason, I have no idea. Um, I did have the Jet or Kansas City in a in a teaser, and it was minus fourteen. So that was kind of why, because it was sort of in question at one point. But my God, the the Jets. I I also have a bet on Gase to get fired next, which I'm pretty confident in, but. I'm a little bit nervous because I think they might wait till the end of the season. They might. They just might make him a sacrificial lamb. You're going to have – nobody else wants to do this, so you got to do it. Yeah. Um, I think it might be McCarthy. I'm really getting nervous that it might be McCarthy. But they might cut him some slack because they have nobody anymore. Like, he doesn't got anything to work with. The Jets are healthy. Like, Sam Darnold's still playing. They're trading away their good players, but – at the same time, they didn't have that many to start. The Jets are going to win a game here coming up soon. Yeah, I got to be sitting on that money line here. Uh, they play Patriots this upcoming week, and that won't be the one. Monday night, baby. That's Monday night. Worst NF- worst Monday night game in history? <laughs> it's up there. That's right? a bad one. That's bad. Um, I mean, but... That, our- I mean, dude, that's a bad one before the season even started. What were they thinking? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The theory, I guess, of people will want to watch the Patriots, I guess, and uh, division rivals, but, I mean, the Jets, the Jets shouldn't be on also, why any are, kind of prime Also, why time. is the entire NFC East minus Washington football team just all over primetime games? I don't know. I have no the, idea. The, the Cowboys, the Giants, and the Eagles are on primetime. One of them is on primetime every single week. It's because the Cowboys, they're fucking America's team. Are they? I mean. Everybody hates the Cowboys. Everybody just likes to laugh at the Cowboys. I I'm, I would put myself in that category. I certainly like to laugh at them. America's team. That's rich. Self-proclaimed, though. And then by Troy Aikman. Over, under on wins to win that division? Uh, Six and a half. Six and a half. Yeah. <laughs> six and a half. Six and a half. What are you taking? Under. Really? I think yep. I'll go over. <laughs> I don't know. The Eagles have a tie. The Eagles have a tie. That's that's what I'm basing it off. They look like the best team. Their incompetence is as low, or what am I trying to say? They they suck the least. We'll go with that. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. I mean, the Cowboys. Let's be real. They'll probably win three to four, three or four games. Washington, honestly. Kind of a surprise. I had I thought they were going to be the worst in that division. Uh, I obviously it's different now that there's no Dak Prescott um, since he got hurt. But uh, Washington, I'm still I th- kind of think that they'll get into like being they'll win like five. Um, I think they'll be the second best team. They'll come yes. in second. Yeah, I w- that that's what I was getting at. I don't. I mean, God, Daniel Jones. I, I was watching that game, <laughs> and Lewis Riddick had made a comment about Daniel Jones, how he, when he starts getting pressure, he panics and just throws the ball right. That was the only thing I noticed through the rest of the game. Every time he panicked, he'd roll like a few steps and just chuck it right. And 
it was either he would eventually figure out, oh my God, I can throw the ball away. And then before that, it was like he threw two picks doing that and should have been three, but it got dropped. Um, but it was just funny to see, like, it, that was exactly what he was doing. He'd panic and then he'd just go to his comfort zone of roll right and chuck it. That's interesting. I didn't watch too much of that game, but and I honestly just try, kind of try and avoid the Giants. Yeah. At all cost, but it wasn't pretty. I mean, it wasn't pretty for dimes. Tampa Bay either. No. <laughs> I I mean, I had it on. I just it was I was very passively watching it. I I did watch towards the end though. I mean, that was that pass he damn near made it. Made made the whole comeback. I mean, uh-huh. the pass interference in the end zone on the two-point conversion. Yep. That was a weird play. Um I couldn't decide, so then I kind of just rule in the form of, like, no pass interference. But it was a weird one. It should have been converted, though, because Daniel Jones missed that read. He should have thrown that ball way earlier. That was the first read on that route, if I'm not mistaken. mistaken. Like, Wasn't he should, it, it to was, the right? Yeah, and it was to the right, but he waited too it long. It was to the right. He waited too long. Of course spot. it's to the right. All of them are to the right. That would have been a nice win for the Hawks. I think Tampa Bay is probably our biggest competition for the one seed. They're good. I I really do think they're good. This was kind of just a weird game. Um, I don't know. They're 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 good though. I think you're probably on the right track with that. Some of the other ones we had, Miami won a weird one against the Rams. Um, a lot of just. I don't know if I'd call that a weird one. They kind of kicked their ass for the most part. Yeah, but it was a punt return for a touchdown, a fumble return for a touchdown, some bizarre plays like. I don't know. That one I didn't really take too much into consideration on it. I think Miami's pretty good. Um, The only reason I got to that conclusion was Tua had like 90 yards passing. And I get that they don't want to, you know, expose him to some game of like 40 yards pass or 40 passing attempts in his very first game. But at the same time, that was kind of strange to see obviously 28 points with only a limited amount of offense and you started looking into it more and made a little bit more sense, but I don't know, dude, I didn't really take too much consideration in that game. It was kind of just one of those you chalk up to the NFL being weird. Yeah. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch most, most of it, but you'd see the, so obviously the, the big dolphins plays or defense and special teams on red zone pop up and yeah, kind of kept tabs on it, mm-hmm. which is nice. I mean, you see a division rival lose, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that is strange. It is weird to, to name two of the starter after Fitzpatrick's been playing pretty well and kind of almost leading the team, and then you bring Tua in, yeah, you just you kind of almost baby him into it. I mean, it works. You got the win. But if you're going to give the guy the job, he better be better than what you're replacing, right? Yeah, um, but they didn't have to. I think that was that was the, the takeaway, is he didn't need to do that much for them to get that win. He needed to game manage, and get his checkdowns, not throw any turnovers um, or throw any picks. And I don't know that one, that one. Yeah. I didn't watch a lot of it. I watched some of it and uh, it was one of those games where they got out to an early lead and it was their defense did play very well though. Cause that Rams team is a good offense, but yeah, it was, it was just kind of chalked it up to the, the NFL being a bit strange. Um, the next one was Pittsburgh Baltimore. Uh, I personally thought this was the best game of the week. It was back and forth. If, I, for whatever reason, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens can't seem to beat that team. That like you know the Chiefs, Pittsburgh, that kind of team. Any it, playoff it's, game. It's kind of concerning, but I don't I don't think that's going to be the case for like Lamar Jackson's career. I think he'll they'll figure it out. I'm not too worried about them. I don't think that they're Super Bowl contenders this year. I think there's too many other teams that are better than them. Um and they're going to have to go through Kansas City to get to the Super Bowl. But I really like to watch them. Lamar Jackson's fucking awesome and they're good and that defense is good so i just think that they they need another year well i think they only have another year because i agree with you they're very fun to watch um lamar is electric i mean that guy does things that that nobody else in the nfl does no not at all he's 
we were talking about it when we were watching that game. We had that one. That was like our main game. Mm-hmm. And I think about like what Michael Vick would have been in today's NFL, where he he's not lining up in the I formation under center, <laughs> seventy five snaps a game, and yeah. you know just really outdated shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still don't think he would do some of the things that Lamar Jackson would do or no. does. Vic was a better passer, I think, but Lamar is just it's really cool, honestly. It's really cool to me to see them running like legitimate triple option stuff, full house backfield, like out of the pistol. I mean, it's like really old school kind of football shit. Like yeah. stuff you used to only see in college where they're running like very different shit than anybody else in the league. A completely different offense and it's tricky because when I see Pittsburgh I mean what was a pick six first drive of the game or yep. one of the first you know early on in the first quarter mm-hmm. you see that and you almost automatically think once Baltimore gets down in the game they're in trouble especially against Pittsburgh where if they have to play from behind and Lamar's got to throw they've gotten into trouble against the Chiefs against in either their playoff games with Lamar that's when they're in trouble but if they can get out to a lead especially when they play these bad teams they run all over people because the defense can you know play their game and then the offense can just keep the ball run it down your throat and they just kind of keep the pressure on you they kind of they battle back say what they can pin their ears back they they can pin their ears back they love to pin their ears back (laughs) pin your ears back podcast (laughs) (laughs) i was waiting for it but when I don't know, I don't know if they'll ever win the big one. And going back to my my original point, I think this, if they can't do it this year, they better do it next year because once you have to pay Lamar Jackson thirty five forty million a year, you can't really be running a lot of the same stuff that you're running. That's a risky proposition. How long is it gonna last? Uh, you never want to, you know, say a dude's gonna get hurt, but he's. I don't know. You can he, he there's some guys that can avoid hits. Like Russell Wilson does a pretty good job of getting down and kind of avoiding the big hit and he never seems to get like rocked. Lamar Jackson doesn't give a fuck. He will run himself into piles. He's going to try and truck dudes. He's going to keep the play alive and he takes his fair share of the, some pretty good licks. Russell though, he was kind of that way in the beginning of his career though he took some hits here and there uh Lamar a little bit more but I don't I think he can change uh that that well, aspect. Russell's a whole lot better passer that's my point is well is Russell can carry a team throwing the ball yeah can Lamar Jackson carry a team throwing the ball I I, I agree think his with most that value aspect is his legs well yeah I agree with that but I still think he can develop more into a passer um, not not what Russell Wilson is, but he can develop into that being something that he can rely on more and not as much with his legs, but that's still like his main thing. I don't know, dude. I'm just not I'm not in on them in the sense of Super Bowl, but I also think I think he he could win one. He's he's I I don't know, dude. There's just something about him. I just like I like him. He's he's fun to watch. I think that game style works, and you think about it, if they get a first-round bye, maybe not this year, but next year, and they have to win a couple games, if they get ahead in those games, then they're hard to come back against. I'm I'm not saying that he can. I like watching him too, but I got to see it first. Yeah, I think that's fine. I think that's a fair assessment. He just, I don't know, I root, I definitely like him. I'm a Lamar Jackson fan. He just, it's nice to see that everybody can be wrong in the media of like, eh, he should move to wide receiver. Now he's won an MVP already and he's fucking awesome. There's no, like, that he's proved everybody wrong already. Um, I just think that would be like the cherry on top for him to do, do a little bit more in the playoffs. And also, it is kind of concerning that they can't seem to win the games against these good teams. But I think that'll happen eventually. Um, the next one that was on the slate, we had the afternoon games. Chargers, Denver, that one was wild. Herbert's awesome. Let's just say that. he He's he's a fucking dude. Dude, I don't understand how they're not winning games. It's the what Charger curse. Now? Yes. It's, it seems like they're 
on the brink of winning every single game and then they just end up <laughs> snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. Yep. It's weird. And but yeah, Herbert, I mean, he's a duck, but he's he's a dude. He's impressive. <laughs> he's fucking yeah. good, man. Chiefs Saints or sorry, Chiefs Saints. Sorry, Chicago and the Saints. That one also a wild game. Was was wild. Um Chicago just Chicagoed it and Dude, that yeah, that one was weird. They had a little comeback there at the end, but couldn't seal it off. And then uh, the next, next, the last three, we already kind of got into Seahawks a little bit, but that one in particular pissed me off. It was the last of my teaser for the day. I had covered on everything else. I had Pittsburgh, um, what else? Denver, uh, Chicago, actually. I took like they had it ended up being 11 points that they gave on that teaser for Chicago and then the last one was the 49ers at eight and a half and I just figured you know Seattle playing a close game give me over a touchdown and that's got to be decent and sure enough they the Seahawks kind of I mean they had that shit in the bag it seemed like but then there was that late surge and I was thinking all right here we go give me that back door and Sure enough, like just shut it down and score it again. It's like fuck, we're done here. Yeah, I I get your reasoning in terms of you know teasing a team outside of the the one score range against the Hawks because they seem to just only play one score games. Yep. But at the same time, what would have if you would have teased it Seattle's direction? What yep. would that have put you at? Uh, plus three and a half, I believe. Honestly, after I talked to you about it, I was thinking about it more, and I don't know why I didn't do that, because you think about it in the other way of the Seahawks playing in a close game. So if it's tied, who would you rather have, the 49ers or exactly. the Seahawks? So I started thinking about it more. I was like, that was fucking stupid, and I wish I would have I, I... texted you beforehand, but at the same time... The 49ers at eight and a half was pretty juicy thinking about the last game playing the Cardinals and that weirdness getting to the the cover there. So that was kind of my thought process. But at the same time, looking back on it, I should have just taken the fucking Seahawks and given them points. Yeah, see, I, I hate to just, you know, Monday morning or no, Wednesday night quarterback a bet. Because that's always easy to do. It's really easy to bet in hindsight, but you should have just taken the Hawks there. If yeah. <laughs> the Hawks and the points, I mean. I'd been getting screwed by the the backdoor covers this, I don't know how long, but for a little while. So my idea was for the afternoon was just to take all the points and blow up the leads like crazy. So, you know, I took the Broncos and that one went up high. And it almost worked for you. Yeah, no, it did. Because they all ended up being relatively close games. Like, 10 points is not too far off. But, yeah, I was I was hoping that that one. And, honestly, that was the one that I was thinking, like, there's no way this isn't going to be a close game. Like, rivals, like, all these things. I totally talked myself into the 49ers. But, fucking, like you said, it's easy to be a Monday quarterback betting betting in hindsight is the easiest thing in the world everybody yeah. knows everything the last two we don't really got to talk about monday night tampa bay god the sunday night i don't even want to talk about it but no don't no we're good briefly actually i kind of do because after that teaser i was i wouldn't say like down but i was just thinking like let me see what i can finagle teaser wise for sunday night because division rivals i kind of did the same thought process um here's what i had though so i teased philadelphia minus five and the over at 30 and dallas under on points at 16 did it hit i hit on all three there you go so the teaser was philly minus five and the over at 30 and then i just saw that they had the total points for um dallas at 16 and i was thinking like i mean let's be real here with their third string quarterback Eagles defense, okay. You know, like, I really, that one, that one was sketchy, though, because Dallas was moving the ball relatively well, and they kept getting into the red zone or into 
uh, Eagles territory, and then they they kicked three fucking field goals. It's like, oh, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that was a close one. Yeah, but fucking under on Dallas points, I think I might be riding that uh, here in the next for the next few weeks because I don't think that they're gonna figure it out. That's a that's not a bad idea. Just just ride the the under on Dallas total. I got pretty good like odds it. on it too. Uh, it was, it was like minus one hundred five. That's sixteen and a half. I mean, that's a low number, but not for the Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I might be not looking at looking at some of those a little more closely with the under and points for uh, team wise, just because looking at some of these games. I mean, the Jets scored single digits against the Kansas City team. That's not a very good uh, defense. Or I mean, they're okay. Kansas but, City defense. Yeah, they're 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 pretty good. <laughs> but then uh, there's some other ones too on here that. I might be looking at some of these totals for points for per team instead of doing total points in general, overs and unders. Because, I mean, shit, Indy scored 40 fucking points. Like, you got a lot of teams that scored quite a bit of points. And I would assume the Kansas City, I don't think that they hit their point total, 35. That doesn't seem like that. I would assume that was probably higher than that. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I, did, <laughs> I didn't look at it. I was trying to piece it together with the spread, but I didn't know what the Jets' point total was. But yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. So that's a bad one to go to. Um. Anyways, we'll uh we'll get into week nine. Now that we uh, covered, actually went through every single game from week eight. Week nine. So last week, I guess week eight, I went three and two, brings my record to nineteen and sixteen. Chris, you went. Four and one, 22 and 13 is your record. Good job. Still on Thank a heater. You. I'll give you that, even though a down week last week. The coin, what everybody's waiting for. One and four performance yet again. Coin is two and eight. Do we start the fade the coin train? <laughs> we might have to. We might have to start flipping the coin first. Fade the coin. Not yet. Not yet, but keep that in mind. Well, it, it's it's do you want to go against probability is what it is <laughs> well see the thing with probability is it's not like just because it's lost in the past doesn't mean it's going to lose in the future yeah that's a fallacy so you're going with all the coin picks then no i'm going with my gut because my <laughs> gut is 22 and 13 yet you don't bet your own picks you just pick your picks not this week <laughs> five team parlay coming up depression coming up yeah that's right a five team five team fade parlay yeah i haven't had a five and a week i can't parlay those that's because i'll end up like every other parlay i have where well actually no i just i do really bad on parlays but i usually lose like three out of the four i was gonna say i, I always lose one but it's that's not true that's not true at all i usually lose multiple yeah i don't know i'm very hit and miss with the parlays I'm usually in the same boat where I'll get down to the to one that I'll lose or I'm just like fucking 0 and 4 or whatever. I don't know, there's no real in between for me. Uh or I I guess I I do win here and there, but anything that gets over three team parlays and dude, it's it's so hard. There's so much shit that can go wrong unless you're betting just straight money lines and favorites. Um even then though even, Even then, then, though, you had it, the Packers dude, it'll this week. Look, man, it'll look like such a gimme. You're like, this is, I mean, there's really no way that this doesn't hit. And then 20 minutes into the first slate of games, you're like, well, this thing's over. I I don't know. There, something happens. Yeah. Something about them. It's yep. tough. It's, it is fucking tough, man. There's a reason those payouts are so high uh, when you get into anything over probably like two teams honestly there's a reason those casinos are so big in, yep. in vegas <laughs> yep. they don't build those on their own money <laughs> i think you said that like episode three <laughs> i might have <laughs> but it's true well let's get into it you pick first as usual and i will go second coin will be third uh this week the coin think i did the same last week but heads is the away team tails is the home team yeah that's what you did it's weird as yep. fuck but that's fu- well i like i explained last i'll explain it again this time the reason i'm doing that is to keep it consistent for how i write the picks down because the away team's on the left home team's on the right spreads in the middle well 
that didn't make any sense. Spread is farther to the right, and then our picks are even farther to the right. <laughs> that didn't make any sense either. Anyways, home that teams makes are no heads. Sense at all. <laughs> home teams are heads. Wait, you just flipped it. Oh god damn it. Sorry. Away teams. Away teams. But the home teams but the home teams should be heads because H and H. Oh, I didn't think about that. Oh, I get why you said that last time. Oh, do I change it though? Because then I'll confuse myself. Yes. Okay, home no, teams are it. heads. You got it. Home teams are heads. That yes. Tails That's are the easiest way to think about it. Third week of the coin, and we're changing it again. But I think we've got it dialed in now. All right, all right. Home teams are heads. So that means anyway. I will get to it each pick. Okay. Um, first game. Green Bay San Fran- at San Francisco. Green Bay is minus seven and a half. And that's tomorrow. Neither both teams are playing with like it's gonna be like a junior football game where you got you got guys playing both ways. There's there's only parents in the stands. What Green Bay doesn't have any running backs and San Francisco nope. doesn't have any receivers, but they also they don't, don't have, have their anybody. quarterback or their running back or their defense. Seven and a half. Yeah, we'll take we'll take half of the Green Bay Packers at, at <laughs> Minus seven and a half. What are you going with? You got to rock with the pack, right? Yeah, I'm going to take the Packers. It is definitely the half pack. The Packers are not going to run the ball. (laughs) Like, they're going to have, like, three carries. Do they Uh, have to, though? (laughs) That's the thing. I don't think so. Uh, I I think they'll cover. I don't – I'm not very confident in that. But at the same time, San Francisco is more in trouble than the Packers are. Like, we don't really run that much – as it is anyways so uh i'll take the pack too um yeah we need a fucking bounce back anyways it's in san francisco which doesn't mean shit because of corona but at the same time the pack we need it we got to get a w we'll go with the coin next so heads is san francisco and tails is green bay heads san francisco hey that's easy coins already off to a bad start yeah honestly (laughs) san francisco wins outright (laughs) yeah (laughs) shock the world nick mullins dude he looked pretty good he looked pretty good i i'm saying man and the reason that i had that take originally is because he lit the hawks up a couple years ago (laughs) when he was playing when jimmy g was hurt and i was like this guy's good and then all last year i was like i don't know but yeah We'll see. I I don't think San Francisco San Francisco might just give up on the season. They might quit. I I think. I mean, no. All right, moving on. Uh, game number two, Baltimore at Indy. Baltimore is minus two and a half. This is a tricky one. It's it's at Indy. Yep. I think Baltimore. I think Baltimore bounces back. It's tough though because because when they play a good defense, the blueprint's out on stopping them. Um, and Indy's Indy's pretty good. I don't know. I think it really depends on how the game starts. I think that's what we said last week about yep. Pittsburgh too, and it didn't really materialize. But I think think I'm gonna ride, I'm gonna ride that line of thinking, and we'll take Baltimore. I don't like the two and a half. I'm gonna be honest with you. I also don't. I don't know what to make of the fucking Colts. I don't really take a lot away from last week's game against Detroit. But they've played some good games. I think I'm gonna do the same and take Baltimore. I, I just don't really trust the Colts. I still put them in a lesser category and think that Baltimore could – they could fucking boat race them probably. Especially, like, I just think that theory of – if they score first, man, it's hard to play with them. So I'm hoping – that's what I'm basing it off. I'm hoping they score first and just fucking just run that shit like crazy against, Bal- or against the Colts. But we'll see. That'll be a tough one. Um, coin – I trust Lamar more than I trust Philip Rivers at this point. So, yeah, I think I agree with that for sure. Uh, coin, uh, tails, Baltimore, heads, Indy. Oh, that was awful, and it went under my computer. We're going to reflip. It's hard to land reflip. in this Are we, are we contesting? Uh, it was what? the same thing. It was heads for both. Coin going with Indy? Yep. So All right. we are fading the coin. We are. Oh, man, I... That doesn't make me feel good, even though it's two and two and eight. Uh, game number three: Seattle at Buffalo. Seattle's minus three. Give me the Hawks. Adding some pieces back on defense. Um, Russell is Russell's rolling. We still don't really have any running backs. Homer should be back this week, but Carson's still questionable. And DJ Dallas, he scored a couple times, but I wasn't too impressed. 
I think Homer's a better I, option. Me too. I'd agree with that. He's well. Dallas doesn't really. There was a couple plays he just screwed up because he didn't know what he was supposed to be doing. Um, he wasn't impressive running the ball. Homer's not really impressive running the ball either, but he's a hell of a blocker. Um, he's really good in pass protection. At least he knows what's going on. So just let Russ throw the ball. Let him do their thing. They've been handing the ball off to one of our receivers, David Moore. I'm kind of using him as in the same way that mm-hmm. I know the Rams do a lot of that stuff and yep. the Niners the do, the, the Ravens do, the yeah, the Jets sweeps. Um, and I like that. So – I don't know. I think I think we're a better team. If we can dude, if if the Hawks get by Buffalo, they are smooth sailing for especially if they can I don't know. Next couple of weeks are pretty big for the Hawks, but if they can get past those, the path to the one seed is just right there for them. Mm-hmm. So, I think they cover the 3 points and I'm going to roll with them. I'm going to take Buffalo. The reason this will be the Josh Allen game, uh Seattle's I hear you with their defense getting some more pieces, but I think that's going to take a little bit of time to really like get them to be where they need to be. I like three. I wish that was a little more. I, I think that's going to go up a little bit getting into the weekend. I also like the over 55, if I'm to be frank. I, I, don't, I don't know. I just don't see that game being under 25 for each team. Uh, I think... Buffalo's got a good enough offense to be able to burn Seattle's defense enough, even if they are playing better. And the Seahawks, nobody's been able to fucking stop them all season. So I like the over in that one too, but I do like Buffalo with the points. I think that'll be a close game, but we'll see. I don't know. I'm still out on the Bills. Like, I don't, out meaning I'm not sure if they're good or not, but I'm kind of taking this one as like maybe this is one of those Seahawks losses that's just sort of like um a little fluky i guess but i don't know i like i like the bills still i'm gonna ride that train one one more week if they lose i'll be out on the bills i hear you i really like that overpick i might i might get in on that because i'm on board with you there yeah i mean 55 is high don't get me wrong for points for an nfl game but at the same time those are two of the offenses. I think it's going to rely more on the Bills than the Seahawks. The Seahawks will score their points. Buffalo's got a good defense, but the Seahawks have seemed to put it together like against really anybody. So I I think it's going to end up being, you know, 25-plus either side at least and probably more like 30s. So um, I do like the over in that one for sure. But we'll get to the coin next. Seattle's tails, Buffalo's heads. Tails. Oh. Oh, I'm with the coin. Drop some witchcraft on Seattle. In a good way? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I don't know how that shit works. Witchcraft only works in good ways. It's good luck charms. She yeah. blessed the cities of Seattle. Yeah, how'd that go Cincinnati, for Cincinnati, Las Vegas. Game number four is Vegas at Chargers at LA. I still have a hard time saying LA Chargers. Uh, it's a pick em. This is the toughest game we've had to pick yet. 100%. I don't know what to make about either of these teams. The Chargers seem like they should win every week, and they lose. The Raiders seem like they should lose every week, and they win. I really don't know. Uh, I think the Chargers probably they probably break through. It's, a, it's at home, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I think the Chargers get a much-needed win. They finally break through. I guess I'll take them, but that's just I could go either way. Yeah, that's why it's a pick <laughs> I like Vegas. It pains me to say that because I think Herbert's played really well and I think he'll continue. The Raiders are weird, though. They That Chiefs game that they played was weird. This last one against the Browns. Like, the Browns, I don't really know what to make of them. I thought they would be better, honestly, this week than previous ones, at least offensively. So it makes me think that Vegas' defense is better than people are giving them credit for. And eventually Herbert will have a rookie game where things just, you know, he just doesn't play all that well. I don't I don't wish that on him. I hope it's still a shootout and Vegas just pulls it out in the end like their last few games have been. But I'm going to take Vegas and kind of just hope the Chargers continue on this path of, like, not really being able to figure it out but still being... I think they're pretty good, but they just don't seem to be able to fucking cash one in and win. Yeah, they're weird. Both teams are weird. 
Yeah, and I think that's why it's a pick'em. Honestly, is people don't really know what to make of either one. Pick'ems are tricky. Pick'ems are rare, but they're kind of fun. I feel like we gotta just like we were talking about before, um, off the air. It's like if you see a pick'em, I mean, that's got to be included. Yeah, I think every single pick'em will have to include. That'll just be a staple. All right, so the coin, Vegas is tails, Chargers are heads. That was a good flip. Tails. All right, now you're with the coin. Yep. Oh, I don't know how I feel. I, I'm still so conflicted with the coin because I had a lot of faith going into this implementation of using the coin to make picks and be like our third person. I thought it was going to be like really successful. So far, it's two and eight. And who knows? Like, I, that's what's fun about it is it's just like there's no real thought, obviously, behind a fucking coin. Um, so it's just it's fun to see just how randomly picking these turns out so far. Not well, but who knows? That could change. Yeah. What if the coin's just awful all year? I mean, it'd be kind of never funny as a feel <laughs> last game. If I can read my handwriting, uh, Miami at Arizona, Arizona's minus four and a half. I think I might have wrote that down wrong. I think that might be in Miami. Let me check real fast. Yeah, I don't remember off the top of my head where that one's at. Miami sounds right. No, it's in Arizona. That's another. It is in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's another tricky one. Cardinals are coming off a bye. Dolphins are playing well, but the Dolphins are very up and down. I think I'm gonna go with the Cardinals. Yeah. Four Cardinals podcast. Four and, <laughs> yeah, we're back on being a Cardinals <laughs> podcast. We took took a couple weeks off when they they played played and beat the Hawks, and then they had their bye week. But um, I think I think we're back on the Cardinals train and. This is a Cardinals podcast, so we're going to roll with them. Miles Gaskin's also out for the Dolphins, which is... Is he? I didn't yeah. know that. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's he's banged up. I think he's out for about three weeks with a sprained MCL. Ooh, that's not good. I'm, I'm going to do the same. I, I've been on the Cardinals all season, I believe. <laughs> Don't quote me on that. Um, but I like, I like the Cardinals. I do think the Dolphins are better than um, people are giving them credit for, but I think the Cardinals are different beasts honestly i think they're better than the rams and even though miami had kind of a fluky game against the rams i still think that the cardinals are solid i think that they'll win um also too that travels tough going from la to miami so miami to arizona arizona coming off a bye i like the cardinals i'll i'll lay the points that's fine i think they'll win by a touchdown but i think it'll be a pretty competitive game I'm, I really hope Tua throws the ball more. I'd like to see what he can do and how healthy he is after it, that hip injury because that, that's a shitty injury to get. So I'm just curious how, how that plays out. But I, I do still like the Cardinals minus four and a half. What's the coin got? Um, so tails is Miami and heads is Arizona. Oh, tails. So it's on the Dolphins. So it's we each have one game against the coin, and then the rest are so it's us against the coin. Us so against the together. coin for Green Bay, Baltimore, and Arizona. And then you're with the coin on Seattle, and I'm with the coin on Vegas. This should be a good one. I think so. I we think I'm going five and zero. Oh. We were same on Green Bay, same on Baltimore, different on Seattle, Buffalo, different in la vegas and different and the same on arizona i think it's gonna be a good one that la vegas one that la vegas one's gonna be tricky this is gonna be a fun fun week to watch yeah it is i think there are a bunch of good games anyways that'll uh conclude episode number eight of the bullpen and we appreciate you guys listening uh tune in next week and we'll get back into some more bullshit yeah i'm just gonna get back to uh watching a guy touch a map you have fun with that <laughs> Have a good night, everybody.